Welcome back today to our study of God's Word. We're in a series of emphasis, which we're calling winning at living. And that's kind of a maybe a silly, strange, simple title. But I found most people don't win at life. They fail at life. And life is not for them what God intended it to be. And what we're looking at is living a life of significance. And if we do live a life of significance, it's a life in which we see who we are in Christ because we trusted him. We're a saint. We're a child of God. We belong to him. We also see that our purpose is to serve others. But also I want us to follow that up with recognizing that we're also a steward, so we should live like a steward. Well, what's a steward? Well, 1 Corinthians 4, 1 says, Let a man regard in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. And he goes on to say, In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Now, what does it mean to be a steward? Well, a steward means somebody who takes care of what belongs to somebody else in the way that the owner wants it cared for. Well, we as Christians belong to God, and and we're managers of everything that he has given us, his property, his possessions, our lives, our bodies. He's the owner. We're the managers. We're the stewards. And if we, we never discover significance until we believe and practice this. You say, well, I don't understand how that would give you significance. But you see, you find your place, your purpose, your meaning, and you're fulfilling God's plan. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The cattle upon a thousand hills are mine, saith the Lord. The silver and gold are mine, saith the Lord. Have you ever acknowledged that you're not the owner of yourself, your possessions, God is. What a relief it is to bring everything to him, and it belongs to him. You say, I recognize that. I believe that. Well, there is a test that proves whether you believe that. God gave us that test in the Bible. It's called the tithe. The tithe means 10%. God says, if you believe I'm the owner and you're the servant and the steward, then give 10% of what you receive in your life back to me as an expression of my ownership, an expression of my lordship, expression of the fact that I am king, then you will truly be a steward. You see, Jesus talked more about money and us being managers than just about anything else in the the New Testament. Now, this may be the divining place of growth and maturity for many of us, Many give us give our time, our talents, but we don't give 10% of our money. The whole principle is the recognition of God's ownership. It's not that God needs our money. It's that God wants us to recognize we need to, to obey him, and we need to let him be the owner because he is. It brings to significant God promises to pour you out a blessing if you do that. And he does. You see, a steward is to be found faithful, Paul wrote. And we're not required to be clever or rich, but to be faithful. Significance comes in obediently living like a saint, a servant, and a steward. John Newton, famous 
for writing Amazing Grace. Said two angels were given an assignment by God at the same time. One was to go over the greatest nation of the earth, and they were to sweep and find uh, the dirtiest village, and each angel would be completely indifferent as to which one got which assignment, and it simply would mean and matter to them. Why? Because the real joy lies in being obedient to God. For all Christians, the most important thing isn't what God has us doing. The important thing is that we're doing what God wants us to do. You see, the joy, the significance in life is obedience. When we obey God and his Holy Spirit, we find purpose and we find meaning that makes life really worth living. But now I want to go kind of in a different direction, but we're still talking about winning at life, how we can live life like God wants us to, to the full, have abundant life. Now, in Psalm uh, 34, God, God talks about some of the things that are Im- really important to us and to him. And let me read to you Psalm 34, verse 18. And here's what he says. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The Lord, the righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. So the point being, God wants to do something about our hidden hurts. And that's what I want to talk about. And I want us to see that that's really significant to God. If we're going to live life to the full, we're going to win it life, then we have to do something about our hidden hurts and soul wounds. All of us have some of those. Such wounds keep families from being strong, marriages from working, and they destroy parent-child relationships. You see, Jesus came to heal those hurts. These hurts are not visible. They're not something you can see with the human eye. They're usually deep inside us, and we can't have the healthy relationships with others and God we need to until we deal with this. Uh, What hidden hurts do you have? Well, I don't know, but God knows. Maybe you'll think about them as we talk. They separate us from those we love. What happens when you're hurt physically? Then you sustain a cut or a hurt or a bruise. Then you protect it. You get bumped on the elevator or you get stitches from falling. Then you try to keep that hurt from being hurt more. And that's what we traditionally do with our inner hurts. When we've been hurt in an area, we try to keep from being hurt there anymore. Now, we're going to pick up on this tomorrow and talk more about this and how Christ wants to meet the need of our hidden hurts, and that will help us to win in life. God bless you. Have a great day.